three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Gentlemen, theys, and gays, this is the real pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter. Here, hope you're all having a great night, day, weekend, whenever you're checking this out. So, not a ton to break down in this, but I have my thoughts on the latest trailer for Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, the official trailer. So, this movie comes out November 11th. Uh, obviously, tickets will uh, there will be screenings places. On November 10th, I have already bought tickets for my partner and I for that Thursday night at 8 p.m. So I will have a review up for sure that weekend. I am not ready (laughs) for this movie. Uh, Full disclosure, I'm terrified to go see this movie because, look, let's call it what it is. Ryan Coogler has the biggest task of oh god i don't want to say ever in the mcu as far as a film but outside of an avengers film i think ryan cooler's got the he, i mean he, he just he had to do this once already because let's call it what it is the first black panther it was a huge cultural milestone for people of color to see someone who looks like them to, to have a extremely black fucking movie make over a billion dollars set all these trends and these records and means so much for just black people in general and of course you know we lost our king we lost Chadwick Boseman and so you know if you've listened to the podcast for a decent amount of time I flat out said that if they wanted to cancel the movie or push us back even to phase five phase six I said you know what if Coogler needs that time more power to give him that time I even threw out the idea of basically extending the apparent Wakanda TV show that we're supposed to get on Disney Plus, extend that by three or four episodes and incorporate the plot of what was going to be Wakanda forever, incorporate it into that. I even said do that. I I have been really torn on this movie just because, and I'm already seeing it online, already the people who are just going to be pieces of shit about this regardless, even if it's the best thing ever. Reading through some of the quotes that Coogler had about, you know, uh, I was just reading today how Coogler flout said he almost stopped directing. He almost quit the industry because of Chadwick's death. And in writing the script and talking to Feige and just kind of working through it, he realized that this film could be therapeutic for everyone to, you know, obviously never for- forget Chadwick, but to, you know, say goodbye to him proper. And as you watch this trailer, the trailer itself just gives me chills, just like the, the the teaser trailer did. We open up at the the four second mark. That shot of Ramonda very lightly holding Shuri's wrist as she holds the old Black Panther mask in her hands. I I just that shot already. I'm like I'm sitting here going, damn. This is also we did get confirmed that this movie's over two. This movie's over two hours. It's two hours. I uh, two hours forty. Uh, 41 minutes something like that so it's almost three hours and you know what good i'm so happy to see that because 
that means that I feel like the first 15, 20 minutes or so is going to be us being able to, you know, try to go ahead and say goodbye to Shadowick and, and to deal with, you know, what it looks like to lose the, the king of Wakanda and to lose that protector. And, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, Cougar's got a hell of a task in front of him to try to make this work. But son of a bitch, if there's anyone that's up to the task, I think it's Ryan Coogler. So just a couple things I noticed from the trailer, as I mentioned, the the mask that Shuri's holding uh, in her in her hands. And I love the way it cuts back to uh, uh, Tanakh Her- uh, Hereta's uh, Namor, who I'm... I'm so excited we're getting Namor. I, I'm I'm so ready for Namor and what this uh, what this actor is going to go ahead and bring uh, to the table as far as his portrayal. But I love the way that as we see Wakanda in mourning, we see him really seeming to set up his own story and where he wants to take his kingdom. And I, I'm very I'm very curious because Coogler talked about how this movie deals with parallels, but the differences in, in in those parallels as well, you know, talking about Riri Williams joining the fold, uh, played by Dominique Thorne. We of course know she becomes Ironheart, so you know she has an incredible genius level intellect, just like Shuri does. But she is definitely different in 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 character. So I'm very curious how they're going to interact. But getting back to the beginning of the trailer here, I just love the way that. The, it's flashing back and forth between Namor and between the people of Wakanda and mourning. The the quote that I adore that Namor says early on in the trailer is, you know, only the most broken people can be great leaders. Um, but I love the way how Namor has this incredible, uh, th- uh, this authoritative tone to his voice. He speaks very kind of calmly in this in the, almost similar to how Jafar speaks but uh the cartoon version by the way not the live action but when but when Jafar does speak you are listening and I love the way that they're portraying Namor here already it's gonna be very interesting how we considering where it, we, what he ends up meaning in the comics you know how we kind of get to those places but I'm so excited to see him be what appears to be one of if not the main antagonist uh, in this film to circle back real quick to the funeral, so I've talked about Letitia Wright, and I have talked about at length about how her anti-vaccine rhetoric not just pisses me off because it's fucking toxic and problematic just in how she thinks that shit works, but also in the fact that this is already a film with so much emotion behind it, so much emotion attached to it. Why are you trying to make Ryan Coogler's job harder? And I... I can't, so I'm going to give Ryan Coogler just a gold star going into this movie because not only did he direct the first one, but I just cannot imagine with all this pressure. And let's be clear, there's a ton of pressure on Ryan Coogler to not just make this a, at worst, good movie, but to go ahead and handle the death of Chadwick Boseman. And I, I just can't imagine being a right the main writer, director, producer, and you've got the Marvel overlords, you know, looking at you going, all right, man, I believe Kevin Feige has all the faith in the world in Ryan Coogler. And I'm sure Coogler is very aware of that. But goddamn, I just, I don't envy, I wouldn't envy anyone in this position, let alone someone that I'm such a fan of, but I'm, I'm pulling for Coogler pulled off. That I, I'll just end by saying that. The emphasis, though, on the funeral 
as I was talking about Letitia Wright, narratively, it makes the most sense for Shuri to become the Black Panther. If you've read a good amount of Black Panther and you know that Shuri ends up taking over the mantle, Shuri's a hell of a Black Panther, too, in the comics. She, she's an absolute blad, uh, uh, badass. So from a narrative standpoint, totally makes sense that's her. I do wonder, and this is where... As we get into, you know, Avengers, uh, the King Dynasty and Secret Wars, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with whomever the Black Panther ends up being. Let's just say it is Shuri. This trailer definitely doesn't come out and confirm it, but definitely does kind of go, yeah, you probably know who it is. What happens with the Black Panther moving forward? Because if you're going to have an actress who is this problematic, who won't shut the fuck up, do you want to give them you know, a major role moving forward on the off chance that, you know, they, they pull Gina Carano and you have to go ahead and just go like, cool, you're out. We can't deal with you doing, doing this bullshit anymore. I mean, how much do you invest in Letitia Wright? So I'm very curious to see if they actually do make it her. Or as I've mentioned, and I said this in the teaser trailer breakdown for Wakanda Forever, which, you know, you can check out on the, on the channel. It's up. I even said it is not above Marvel to put frames or shots in trailers that are complete and total bullshit. It would in no way surprise me if they went ahead and they're just using fake Black Panther uh, suit shots. I wouldn't be surprised at all because, yeah, you see this, you know, you see the the cut of the suit and everything. and It totally looks like it's Letitia Wright under the mask. So in theory, yeah, it should be her. But is Marvel just bullshitting? I I honestly would not be surprised if that's if that's the case. But I digress. Moving on, as we saw in the prior trailer, painting of Chadwick up there in uh, up in Wakanda, it loosely translates to the Panther King forever lives in us and rests. And I just I love that. I love that so much. We go ahead and get to. I can't remember what they're calling it. It's not Atlantis, but we get to the, the, the underwater location and see Namor descend into his throne. I love the way that we're getting a little bit more blue in the color palette, especially when we're dealing with anything underwater. Namor feels like he's giving you that king energy. I love the way, the, like, even just a subtle way he's holding the, the staff as he kind of looks down. You get that gravitas. You get that anger just from... The little bit we're seeing from Namor already, and I'm I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see what he's going to bring to the role. So my big question, I and I mentioned this in the Wakanda trailer, uh, Forever teaser trailer. There's this helipad which looks like it's a Wakandan base inside of it. I want to know who the hell is invading this base. That's what I'm really curious about because if it's if it's the fucking U.S. government, which let's be clear, would it really surprise anyone if it wasn't the U.S. government? Could be Doctor Doom. I I I kind of stand by that theory. I'm really curious who that is, and that could be what sets up the uh, the mid credits or the end credits. But I'm very curious on who's who's invading there. Seeing Baku back again, played by Winston Duke. God bless the man. I'm I'm just I'm so happy he's back. I know a lot of people have commented on this, but I'm gonna call it out here. I love the fact Namor has his fucking ankle wings. It's such a subtle detail. And again, comic book nerd here. I was so happy to see that. I went, hell yeah, Coogler. And even Coogler talked about how you have to embrace the things that are weird, but that can be fun. And 
motherfucker knows his comics, so I'm really, I'm really happy he included that in there. Uh, just a few more things I want to throw out. There's this shot where uh, Ramonda is with Riri Williams, and you see the reflection of someone in the in the uh, as they're watching from the throne room. That looks like Namor because it looks like he, uh, the, that person throws a spear towards the glass. So if that's how this whole invasion starts with the uh, you know, with the throne room being flooded and everything, I'm horribly excited to see how that breaks down. We get a little more of seeing the uh, the Atlanteans. I'll just call them Atlanteans for now. Seeing them swimming and the underwater stuff just looks fucking pristine. I'm really excited to see extended sequences of, of how that looks. So my favorite part of the trailer, outside the suit reveal, obviously, there's this point where we see Ramonda on the beach and Namor is face to face with her. And he has this look on his face like, who the hell do you think you are? And Ramonda just has this piece about her that I'm going, wow, I I hope Namor's not an asshole and doesn't kill her right there because that would royally piss me off. I'm so excited to see what that sequence on the beach is going to be like. Because that feels like that's just going to be the two of them having a conversation. And I'm dying to see how that breaks down. There's an amazing shot in the trailer where we get a car chase where uh, Nakia, uh, played by uh, Lupita Nyong'o, of course, we have her, we have Riri Williams, who is in her assembled Mark I version of her Ironheart suit, which I'm so excited to see how that's built and how she breaks that down. And then there's someone else on a bike, and we have no idea who it is. I'm very curious who it is there that's going to be accompanying them. And now I have to get back to Queen Angela Bassett. So there's this point where she is talking about how I know what you all whisper, how they no longer have a protector, and now it's time to strike. And this is the second trailer in a row where they've had incredible Angela Bassett voiceover with her dialogue. And it feels like Angela Bassett's going for Best Supporting Actress. And I know people will laugh and go, oh, of course you say that Wakanda forever, beer. I Shut the fuck up, by the way. But the way Angela Bassett is delivering her dialogue, she's going to be a bigger part of the story clearly and i just can't wait to see her conversations with the un because if that's in the same scene where she's talking about how have i not given everything you know my family's gone if that's the same scene that could just be five minutes of angel bassett just going off and i and i can't wait to see her talk to the un the flooding of wakanda the trailers have done a really good job of amping up how big that is. And in this trailer, you see multiple people being washed away. And that flood is through the main street of the Capitol, which is where the funeral procession took place earlier. So seeing Namor do that to a place where the people of Wakanda are saying goodbye to King T'Challa, that's a haunting-ass image. So I'm very curious how they're going to go ahead and address that. That brings me to this point later on in the trailer where Shuri is crying. She is just weeping. And we say, see M'Baku behind her trying to provide comfort. And it does make me wonder, does Namor kill uh, King Ramonda on the beach? Does someone else kill her? And Namor's kind of left their hold in the bag. Actually, now that I say it out loud, I'm going to say it's option two. It feels like Shuri's world is going to really be broken apart. And that's going to lead to inevitably the last bit here where we get the new 
Black Panther suit. And the, the main reason why I think it's Shuri, obviously, again, because it makes narrative sense, but because even the dots on the new mask are very reminiscent of of what Shuri's, uh, how Shuri has the dots on her. And so it's a great looking suit, by the way. I, I like the accents of the gold mixed with the white. It's it's interesting how, you know, we think about the gold, you know, you think about Killmonger. So it's interesting that this could be, there could very easily, and actually I'm going to call this right now because I believe I called, I, I mentioned it in the uh, prior trailer break, breakdown, but I believe that Shuri is going to end up talking to Killmonger on the astral plane or on the, uh, uh, yeah, I think it's astral plane. I'm blanking on the names. The the, the plane that was mentioned in the first uh, Bla- uh, Black Panther. I think she's going to end up talking to Killmonger there. I think she's going to get some sort of pep talk. I, I just, I just, I have this feeling that Michael B. Jordan will be in the movie for about five minutes to have this conversation with Shuri, which I would find horribly interesting. But that's why I noticed in the trailer, y'all, uh, November 11th, we will definitely, I will definitely be reviewing that. I'm... Oh my god, I'm so scared to watch this, but I'm so excited to watch it. But uh, everyone, the Wakanda Forever trailer, talk to me. What did you think about it? What are your thoughts on it? You can follow us most places. You listen to podcasts, SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, TuneUp, iHeartRadio, and... A Samsung podcast at the Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunter real pineapple. You can go ahead and like both our pages on Facebook at the Real Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. That's R E E L Pineapple. And you can follow me on Letterbox at Black Shazam. And you can follow me at TikTok at Black Shazam seven seven five. And lastly, follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunter real pineapple. I'll be hopping on some point this month to go ahead and uh, stream Resident Evil 4. I'm actually really excited to uh, play that game again. It's been a minute. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Our Real Spooky series will be kicking off this week. We'll have reviews up for X, uh, Hocus Pocus 2, as well as Werewolf by Night. I'm so excited to watch that and talk to you all about it. And we'll have reviews later on in the month for Evil Dead, The House of a Clock in Its Walls, the original Halloween, Halloween Kills, and Halloween Ends, and all of the Scream movies with my special friend slash guest Buck. I'm so excited to actually watch all the Scream movies for the first time. But everyone stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Get your booster if you haven't gotten yet. Get your flu shot. We're heading to the season. Stay safe out there, everyone. Tell someone you love them today. We, uh... We need to all hear that more, but thanks again for your support, y'all, and I'll talk to you soon.